newscast. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. I trust you had a good weekend. Very good weekend. Good. Very cool. Very nice. Good. Relaxing. How about you? Same. Long day Saturday. You had a long day on Saturday, <laughs> yeah? That's a long time to be in a school gymnasium, baby. Well, your granddaughter was doing, uh, what, a dancing yeah, com- dance competition? competition? Yeah, dance competition. Yeah, along with about 67 million other grandparents and parents, you know. <laughs> right, right. Because it's, it's, that, it's that season. Yeah. I just never realized how long and how much work and everything else they're putting into this. Oh, yeah, I imagine. Because what we focus in Texas is football, right? No. Yeah. No. So, anyway. No. <sighs> wow. I got a question for Democrats this morning. Yes? You okay with all these illegal aliens coming in and killing our future? Because that's what they're doing. They're killing our future. Uh, not just by them being here and the fact that they are largely uneducated. Right, right. right. They come from third world countries with no advanced medical care, so they're bringing in diseases that we had kicked out of the country before. <laughs> right, we got black plague uh, coming back, I believe, for the black death. Well, tuberculosis, tuberculosis and all the others are back. Yeah. So Leprosy's on the way back. We got too, all that too. happening, right? <laughs> right, right. At the same time, these criminals are being released on the streets of America by Joe Biden. Let's just. Let's just call this administration and the Democrats themselves accessories to murder now. Right, right. Because this one, this this girl who oh, died God. last week at the hands of a Venezuelan illegal uh, alien was not the first one. She's no. she's just one in a long line. And then when you consider the fact that, and Peter Schweitzer's new book is amazing, and when you consider the fact that they're bringing in fentanyl, which has become the number one cause of death among people eighteen to thirty-four. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the same moment, and I got sound on this, at the same moment they're bringing in uh, armies of young men, I just wonder if, if you Democrats who like to self-flagellate yourself and listen to conservative talk radio, <laughs> you're beating yourself with the hooks, man, into your back, ripping skin off, flesh off your back. <laughs> yeah, I say that all the time on my show, that you must really hate yourself if you listen to, uh, you to this show. That's right. <laughs> you're a liberal, right. Exactly. Um and so if that's the deal, then are, are you good with this? Are you good with our future, the future of the country? Because right, right. in this young lady's case, Lake and Riley, yeah. she was a beautiful University of Georgia uh, student who was in nursing school. And God knows we need more nurses, right? Yes, we do. And she was on the dean's list. Right. So very definitely a bright and shining part of the future of our country. She right. was released in, uh, he was released into the country by the Biden administration. He was arrested a year later in New York for a crime against a 17-year-old. Well, it, didn't he have a kid on a moped or he something did. like he that? Did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Endangerment, uh, child endangerment or that's something correct. like that, right? And then went to Georgia and killed uh, Lake and Riley. 22 and, years of age. Uh-huh. And his brother is also scumbag because he's here illegally and was caught without a green card and all this other kind of stuff right, he was right. involved in doing. A DUI, I believe. So on. But um, are, are you good with them coming in and in a number of ways declaring war on the future of our country and killing kids that are 18 to 34 with fentanyl, bringing disease in here that's killing right, people, right. and then actually physically killing 
people. Well, I think they get here and they just figure, I can do whatever I want. And, uh, you know, even if they go to jail like this guy for the rest of his life, uh, it's probably still going to be a better life than whatever the hell they had in Venezuela, where this guy came from. So it's, it's open season. This is a 22-year-old girl who made a decision to go take a jog, uh, which she probably probably wasn't even much of a decision. It was probably just a routine thing she does. This patch of woods outside of her apartment is where a whole lot of people go jogging or walking. This was broad daylight. One hour later, she was dead, 22 years of age. I got a 22-year-old daughter, you know, and uh, I think about her. Uh, If you are a Democrat and you're listening to this and you support all this crap, I guess you'd be all right ponying up one of your family members. (laughs) No, wait a minute. No, you know what I'm saying? If if you're fine with this, with this open border crap, and this is about our values, well, I guess if one of your family members ends up dead in the the woods, you're you're, going to be cool with that, right? Right? Well, because you can't have it both ways. It's exactly what I said this morning. You know, the very first time I brought this up this morning, I said, okay, so he didn't ask her, are you a Republican or Democrat? No, he so, sure didn't. That's right. And are your parents Republicans or Democrats? He didn't ask that nope. question, did he? He just killed her. And so, so you Democrats that think you're safe, inculcated by a D at the at the end of your name, or I guess since you're okay with these guys being here and doing this, right? And Sean, I want to add one more aspect to this. The media has completely ignored it. The Atlanta <laughs> Journal Constitution, when they wrote the article for this, they called him a man from Athens. A man yeah, from Athens, Athens Georgia. Uh, Holy crap. AP did the same thing. ABC is not even talking about it on our own station. Of course not. CNN's not talking about it at all. And here is cut number four, Jimmy. This student who was on Fox News over the weekend, young, beautiful, blonde-haired girl, and Griff Jenkins asked her, do you feel safe? Listen to what she said. Do you feel safe? And do your fellow female students feel safe in the wake of this? I'm going to be honest and say not really. I mean, my friends, they've been sleeping over. They're all going to gather places. We went to the store together. We're just trying to maintain, I guess, the buddy system now because we thought it was safe during daytime. But I don't feel safe. My mom has ordered me self-defense tools. I mean, I Mm. thought I was safe because this is a fairly small college town, but... You know, that's just been completely changed for us. And so now we're just very concerned for each other's well-being. So is that the future that you want? And I don't care what stupid letter you put behind your name. Is that the future you want for this country? Do you want a country where young college-age girls, and boys too, obviously, don't feel safe going to the freaking grocery store? In broad daylight. Yeah. Again, she was 22. Right. Just starting off in life. And uh, it all ended for some dark stupid reason because this guy felt like doing something so you you can't divorce yourself this is my overall point you cannot divorce yourself from the human wreckage that takes place as a result of these policies you can't support them without supporting that you can't support the policy without owning the responsibility of what happens as a result these are real people's lives this isn't some purely stupid ideological topic like climate change or whether you have the right pronouns or not these are people's lives. 
It's not just a 22-year-old 20, girl that went away. Her family now has died to a certain extent. They all have to live with this for the rest of, the, of their lives. And this guy shouldn't have been on the streets, man. Correct. He shouldn't have been in the country. It's horrible. He no, he came in through Eagle Pass. So let's, let's, put, let's take that one step further. If you vote for Joe Biden and you're voting for, or, or any Democrat, because all Democrats support this, okay? If you vote for a Democrat in the upcoming elections, you are voting to be an accessory to murder. Well, That's exactly it. Just like you just said. Yeah. You cannot divorce yourself from no. these policies. And you or from but, the results of these policies. Correct. You can't have a free pass on that. That's exactly right. So if you're voting and supporting Democrats, you then, by extension, you become an accessory to murder. Well, you know, they love tossing around the blood on your hands line. Well, who's got blood on their hands today out of, out of Georgia? You tell me. Every Democrat. Every Democrat. Every man, Democrat thinks this is country. freaking great and doesn't do a damn thing about it and thinks that uh, you and I are racists and horrible care. people and cultists for care. saying this crap. I'm so sick of yeah. it, man. Let's go to cut number three. This is a local news reporter in San Diego, and uh, there's a bus of illegal immigrants that are being dropped off there. Right. I happen to believe that other countries are sending armies into this country. I know you can call me tinfoil hat, Trey's weirdo, he's a conspiracy theory, but I'm telling you that other countries are importing their armies into the United States. Well, we're all young dudes, yes. man. Listen to this. Well, we're at the Iris Avenue station here, and a bus just pulled up, Border Patrol bus, uh, here dropping off migrants uh, in San Diego County. The bus, it looks full, packed full of people, and we'll we'll take a picture and get some shots of people getting off and where they're going from there. No families, no children, predominantly single adults. Well, no families, no children, single adults. Meanwhile, Gershon Gonzalez Hernandez, an illegal alien from Honduras, arrested and charged 10 counts of child porn creating and possessing right. child porn so democrats by voting for biden and other democrats on the bill you are not only accessory to murder because of the deaths that these guys are creating you're not only accessory to fentanyl being brought into this country because of the policies that created that but you're also an accessory to the distribution and manufacture of child porn well, yeah, I mean, these people are coming from places where life is cheap, extremely cheap, and we're importing that. We're basically importing that, and not only importing it, encouraging it to come here. That's right. Eric Adams is giving away these debit cards with thousands of freaking dollars on them. They're getting nice apartments if they can make it to New York or L.A. It's sick, man. It really is. At the end of the day, it's really freaking sick. And, and again, you say any these, – these are people – who are more concerned, again, really, with pronouns and kids getting porn books in school than they are about this crisis right now. That's but you know what? A lot of people are waking up to this because they're freaking living it. Well, and they need to be told that. They need to be, Democrats need to be told that by voting for these policies, you're voting for more murder. Well, you you're are. You're voting for more <laughs> child porn. You're voting for more disease. You're voting for more fentanyl on the streets. That's what you are voting for. When you vote Democrat, right. that's what you're voting for. Well, uh, good luck with that. I hope it's working for you. I hope you're sleeping well at night. Right. Probably are. They probably Not are. a ripple in the pond, They just man. don't care. 
split-screen video out of TSA at the airport. You know the guys in the blue shirts that right. pat you down? Oh, I've been patted down. Yeah. Yeah. And they felt up go through times. Yeah. <laughs> and they go through him too. And they go through your bag? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you got a split-screen. On, on one side, you got that going on. Right. All the padding, all the bag checking going on. On the other side, you got a completely wide open border and all these people just flowing into the country. <laughs> Not one of them being checked. No. So, just like I told you a couple of weeks ago when I got back from the cruise, I had to show my passport to get back right, into my right. own freaking country. Yeah. My own country. I had to show a passport. But why? Why do we do TSA checking over here when we're not checking anybody or their bags at the border? Why do we you know, have American citizens show a passport to get back in this country? Let's just drop it all. Either you're going to say everybody's subjected to the same rules or nobody is, but you can't. This is the problem with Democrats. They pick and choose, Well, that's right? the world we live in, man. You, you pick whatever standard you need at the moment. You know, you can pick and choose from standards. Uh, that's great. must be very convenient for them to switch up like that. But again, nothing's going to switch up for this young lady out of Georgia. No. It's over. She's dead. She ain't coming back. She's not coming back. You know, because some scumbag, some monster that we let traipse across the border and then let his ass go after he was already freaking arrested. We already know Venezuela. Aren't they the ones that opened up their prisons and uh, let all the guys go? Hey, you just go to America. Not only opened up their prisons, but now, as we've tried to send some of these guys back, Venezuela is saying, no, we won't take them back. All right, they've suddenly closed they, their border. They have a very their they have a tough border yeah, policy. They can't right. come back, man. So, uh, you know, Jeez. bottom line is, uh, again, Democrats, these guys who do this, they don't ask your daughter who they're, who, you know, what political affiliation she has they don't ask right. her if she's a if she's a republican or a democrat they're not only killing republicans democrats i'm talking to right now you think this not, guy asked for her party card before uh, who happen. she voted for or before who, this happened who, who your parents support they're not killing only trump supporters they don't care it's about opportunity that's all it is they don't give a crap who you are if they have the opportunity they'll freaking do it and this guy did sick yeah let me tell you about spring break and wisdom teeth <laughs> My freshman year in high school, spring break, I took that time. Instead of going to the coast or whatever, I had my wisdom teeth taken out. <laughs> That's right. Dr. Bill Thornton, remember him? He became mayor. He took my wisdom teeth out when I was a freshman in high school. Many, many years ago, 78, 1978, and I took spring break to do it. Well, uh, Dr. Bill Thornton's gone now, but, you know, Dr. Mark Abercorn and River City Oral Surgery, man, are they great at wisdom teeth removal. And right now, you can do removal for your college-age kids, your older teens, high schoolers, or whatever. If it's a wisdom teeth issue, we're coming up on spring break. Good time to get that done. RiverCityOMS.com. RiverCityOMS.com. You don't need a referral to see Dr. Havercorn. Just call, make an appointment. They don't take insurance. However, their all-inclusive price for four wisdom teeth is less than out-of-pocket portion when you use your insurance in many cases. Then, if you do have insurance, you can file on your own and save even more money on top of all that. All the prices and the procedures are at RiverCityOMS.com. So, wisdom teeth time is right now, and Dr. Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery is ready to handle it. Just call and make that appointment at 210-778-0002. Very warm today, 88 for the high. Going to be warm again tomorrow, 85. Wednesday, kind of a transition day. It's going to start off warm in the morning, cool off as we go on during the day. It's 58 right now, KTSA. Good morning. We are working trouble spots at 4 KTSA and FM 1071. 722 with Warren Rama on a Monday. Well, a little bit. You'll have to catch me up on South Carolina because I didn't pay a lot of attention to that because sure. Trump had it in the bag going in. I know he made some comments uh, once again about... 
you know, the African-Americans are, are going over to him because they see him as being discriminated against, you know, which I agree with absolutely. A um, couple things, though, on, on the pop culture front. Um, something really interesting happened with an award show. Uh, the Screen Actors Guild uh, award show was this weekend, award ceremony. This, I think, was a good move. They streamed it live on Netflix. So it wasn't a broadcast thing. Uh, they didn't have any commercials. It was live the entire time. Uh, there wasn't a lot of politics except for when the chick got up and started running her mouth about Barbie. Uh, and it was, it was kind of cool because, again, it was on Netflix. They didn't have any time constraints, so people weren't constantly being rushed off stage. And I thought that was kind of cool. The other thing, and I'll get into this a little more deeply later on, is I finally watched Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer won a bunch uh, on Saturday night. I think it got Best Picture from the Screen Actors Guild. Robert Downey Jr. got Best Supporting. Uh, and I watched it yesterday. It, I'm not a Chris Nolan fan up till this point. You know, the Batman movie was all right. But that movie was about as, was as, about as, about as close to a perfect movie as I've ever seen. There was not a single bad note in that movie. It was it's it deserves every all the attention it's getting. Uh, it did not feel like three hours. It has, it has a very kind of frenetic pace and kind of maintains that stressful pace throughout the entire movie. It slows down very rarely, uh, and uh, it, it, the history of it was fairly sound, based upon what I've read about you know that era and the A bomb and the H bomb and all that stuff. It was superbly acted. It was a great flick, man. It was a really good movie about a very dense su- subject. Well, what is it about? Well, Oppenheimer, who, who uh, developed the atom bomb, uh, the Manhattan Project and all that. He was a physicist uh, uh, who hung out with guys like Heisenberg and Einstein and uh, basically ran the project to come up with the bomb before the Germans did. Uh, and then after uh, it was over, was you know had a lot of issues with the use of it, even though he knew going into it what the use was going to be. Um, his idea going into it was that once we light this thing up, nobody else, everybody's going to kind of go gulp, <laughs> you know, and pull back, and there won't be an arm. But there was an arms race, obviously, and uh, it, it's an intense movie, and. Of all the films I've seen in recent memory, the last 60 seconds of that movie really makes you think about stuff. I'm not going to blow it on the air, do any spoilers, but the last 60 seconds of that movie was as fine an ending a movie and haunting as I've ever seen. And it has implications for where we are right now. It does? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talking about nukes. (laughs) You know, the early days of developing nuclear weapons, Mm -hmm. nuclear arsenals. Uh, I was watching it, and I was thinking about the story from last week we were talking about where Iran is enriching uranium at weapons level uh, pretty much around the clock. Uh, When the inspectors come by, they slow it down a pace, or they just kick the inspectors out. There's a lot of bad actors on planet Earth that that have these things, which is kind of the final chapter in what this movie implicated. And uh, it really does give you a dry throat when you start thinking about the capacity for the human race to just wipe itself off the face of the earth. I'm also a quantum physics nerd, and I got off on a lot of the quantum mechanics stuff as far as splitting the atom and hydrogen uh, particles and all that. Uh, It's it's fascinating to me, and this is God's great universe. In the inside, the smallest bits of what we are resides power. That is beyond comprehension. In atomic particles, uh, you know, that make a molecule look like the planet Jupiter. I mean, the smallest bits of stuff we are. Mm -hmm. 
you you break that stuff open and the power you release is just you know beyond comprehension. Mm-hmm. So if you're a quantum mechanics nerd, you'll you'll enjoy that. And if you're a history buff, you'll enjoy it. I'd put it on par with Lawrence of Arabia. Or any other great historical epic. I mean, it really was that good. It's pretty interesting that you watched that this weekend because I watched a, a documentary on the Bohemian uh, Forest. Have you heard about that? No. It's a it's a place up in Northern California where wealthy guys have been getting together since like 1871. Right. And they dance around this owl in red robes, and they do this whole cremation of care uh, ceremony to get rid of your cares. Right. Kid Rock actually uh, was invited to go up there, and he talked about it on Joe Rogan's podcast last week, oh, what yeah. that was like. Relation to what you're talking about, that's where Oppenheimer came up with the Manhattan Project. What's that? Oh, right, right, he right. He was there in front of the 40-foot right. right. stone owl next to the river <laughs> right. the, the, where they have their ceremonies at this place. These are basically the wealthy guys that get together. These are the guys that determine our lives. And they get together right. once a year for two weeks. Right. And Oppenheimer was there, and that's where he came up with the whole concept of the Manhattan Project and splitting the atom. And well, and he loved New Mexico. Thing. And he, he, you know, he, he had a ranch out there. His brother had a ranch out there, and he'd spent a lot of time out there. And he realized there was a whole lot of nothing out there, and you could work on a lot of stuff, and nobody would know you're you're doing anything. Yeah. So it, it's it's really just a fascinating chapter, and not just in American history, but human history. Uh, it was also nice to see Robert Downey Jr. You know, back in the world of acting and not playing Tony Stark. Yeah. He, he acted his ass he's, off. He's amazing. He, he's amazing in that. Yes, Have you is. seen it? Oppenheimer? No, I haven't oh, seen oh. it. No, he, he's, no but he's, I'm, I'm just saying he's oh, yeah. amazing. He's amazing actor. He's, he's brilliant. Yeah. You forget he's Robert Downey Jr. That's yeah. how good the, he is. The whole Charlie Chaplin thing oh, blew uh, me away. Great movie. Yeah. Great movie. All right, a quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. You know, Deets Tractor is here for you all year long, and they've got that LS Tractor line that I just love, those blue tractors, you know. So start blue and stay blue at Deets uh, Tractor. Well, no matter what you're looking for a tractor to do, Okay, Deets will have it for you there. I started buying tractors from them way back in the late 1970s, early 1980s when we were in the farm and ranch business, and they're just great people. Uh, if you're looking for, you know, like a mowing tractor to take care of your quarter acre here in town, half acre, three quarters acre, whatever you have here in town, great. They've got those, all kind of mowing tractors. But if you're in the ag world and you need a big tractor, tough tractor, this LS is, is for you. I'll give you an idea. They improve the load lift capacity on the LS tractors by 22%, and the backhoe's digging depth increased by 30%. These are great machines, and they come with the best warranties in town. Deets has five truckloads ready for you to come out and test drive and check it out. They're right off of exit 609 in Seguin, so they're easy to get to. Or you can see them at DeetsTractor.com. Whatever you do, get by Deets Tractor and check them out. You're going to find the best in tractors at Deets Tractor in Seguin. I hear people say it all the time. ATSA, so after North Carolina or South Carolina, yes. you, you asked me to bring up speed on it. <laughs> I didn't watch any of it. Okay, <laughs> I just didn't. Well, uh, Nikki Haley lost to Donald Trump by a lot. No. Uh, 65 no. to 35% in her home state. Uh, Lindsey Graham, one of the senators from South Carolina, was booed off the stage when Donald Trump brought him up there by really? conservatives in, uh, in South Carolina. Interesting. Uh, on CNN, of course, they bring in all the pseudo-intellectuals to uh-huh. break it down and tell you what's going on. Right. Jonah Goldberg, who used to be on Fox all the time, he literally was a fox in a hen house. You know, he's he's slamming 
uh, Tim Scott for hanging around. That racist Donald Trump. I can't believe Tim Scott would be there with him. Jeez. Even standing in the same building with him. Donald Trump, you know, he puts you back into chains. He whips you. He, he's, uh, got, he's got black people up there in, in New York picking cotton, you know? It's so pathetic, man. Yeah. It really is. Uh, one, what a joke. One of those pseudo-intellectuals said, this doesn't make any sense. How in the world is Donald Trump winning? How does it, he's not, it's not making any sense at all. Uh, Nikki Haley said that she is going to stay in through Super Tuesday at the very least. Um, I think that's not true, and I'll tell you why. The Koch brothers, who are the ones who elect all the elites, they call themselves Mm -hmm. conservatives. They run this thing called the Americans for Prosperity, and they say we're real conservative. We got George Bush elected. (laughs) We we got John McCain elected. All these great conservatives, right? Mm. Uh, they yanked their money from her yesterday. And well, why Why would anybody invest a dollar into that campaign at this right. point, man? Why have they been doing it up to this point? Well, uh, well, to, to unseat Donald Trump. I guess. No, no, they, no <laughs> well, they've yeah. said that. They've well, said, it didn't work. We're, we, were, we were backing her in order to move the country past Donald Trump. Right. And they wasted a whole bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. Millions of dollars. Hey, Nikki, denial ain't just a river in Egypt, baby, because she's staying in, right? She's still in? Is that the dealio? Well, that's what I just said. I, I think she's going to stay in through maybe a couple of days, but she's not going to be able to. Well, first of all, the Democrats are voting for her. Right? Yeah, well, sure, yeah. So yeah. the thirty-five percent who voted for her in her own stage state were Democrats who crossed into the yeah. Republican primary. We know that to be fact. And and so the Democrat media is all saying today, look at this, Donald Trump lost thirty five percent of Republicans. Stop it. No, he didn't lose thirty five percent of Republicans. Those were Democrats who voted yes. for Nikki Haley. We know that's going on because so of exit polls. If Democrats hadn't voted for her, her numbers would have been even worse. That is correct. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> wow, man. The end of last week, we had another balloon flying over the western part of our country. Oh, I didn't hear about this, really. 45,000 feet in the sky. Oh, that's great. And it was moving along the jet stream toward the east. That sounds very familiar to exactly one year ago the Chinese balloon was flying over our well, new sites. they got to update their information. Correct. You know? So they got to get some new uh, new material there. they got to get some new observations. Well, the Pentagon is now claiming that was not, no, 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 that, it was just a hobbyist balloon. Like some kid at Disneyland let the string go, and this, right. this balloon the size a, of a football field. It's, it's a Mickey Mouse balloon. <laughs> oh, the kids just lost control of it, and there Give it me is. A break. Yeah, don't 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 pay any attention to those like that Chinese lettering on the side of it. Okay, right. that's a Disney balloon. All right. 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 Well, you know, <laughs> are we shocked by this? Oh no, China owns no. our ass, man. Oh. Uh, Peter Schweitzer's new book talks about that. It's yeah. it's devastating, and uh, and so anyway, yeah. They, they, the Pentagon says, "Don't worry, it's it's nothing serious. It's just a balloon flying overhead." Because the, they do that all the time. Man. The size of a football size, field. Is it that big? It, well, it's huge. I mean, it's a large yes, military it, grade. Yes, it's balloon. not a k- kid letting go no. of Minnie Mouse at Disneyland. Right. This is a gigantic once again another gigantic balloon. Right. And I just I just you know I have a hard time believing that some dude in his backyard right. is launching a balloon that size overhead. Well, so. we we already know, and the Deuce, you know, kind of established this uh, a couple of months ago. I don't believe a damn thing they say about anything at this point, man. Why should you? Based upon their track record. Look at how they lied their ass off about the first balloon. <laughs> you know, 
So wait, wait, the Pentagon says it's nothing to worry about. Well, that means absolutely it's probably something to worry about. <laughs> well, that's what I said this morning. Whatever they say, go the opposite direction. Pretty much, yeah. In fact, Gavin Newsom said this weekend that uh, Biden's presidency is a master class in leadership. Well, he's got a real low threshold for that sort of thing. I mean, what he's done in three years, it's been a master class. Close to 15 million jobs. Eight times more than the last three Republican presidents combined. The economy is booming. Inflation is down. And uh, let's see here. We have American manufacturing coming home, all because of Biden's wisdom. (laughs) Biden's temperance, his capacity to lead in a bipartisan manner. Well, I just right. want, to, I want to listen to uh, cut number six here to the master class in leadership. Mm. He's standing in front of a – this is Joe Biden over the weekend at a uh, black tie event mm. at the White House. He's right. standing in front of a portrait of Abraham Lincoln. He cannot remember <laughs> the guy's name. Now, I, I would say that most people on planet Earth know what – Abraham well, Lincoln looks like, he's right? He's got kind of a peculiar look about him. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to forget, right. man. It's but, kind of fairly iconic, his look. But Joe turns around to the picture, to the painting, and can't remember the dude's name, so this, <laughs> he calls him this guy. This guy. This guy. And uh, then he gets the quote completely wrong from right. Abraham Lincoln. And at the end, what he's doing here with this quote is he's saying that American politics has gotten too bitter and too toxic. We need to come together and we need to unite. Now keep in mind as you listen to this piece, this is the very man who on Thursday while he was in California said, I worked with Strom Thurmond, who was a KKK, (laughs) hat-wearing, cross-burning KKK member. He said, I worked with him and other KKK racists. Robert Byrd. That's right. (laughs) And and he said, last Thursday, today's Republicans are far worse racists than any of those guys were. Oh, yeah, okay? certainly. We hate black people. So this is a man <laughs> who now is decrying the fact that politics has become too divisive. Listen, mm. listen to this, uh, this master class in leadership. You know, uh, stand here in front of this portrait of the man behind me here. He, uh, <laughs> he said, Lincoln. and I want to make sure I get the quote exactly right, he said, the better angel, he said, we must address the council of, and just the better angels of our nature, and we do and we do well to remember uh. what else he said. He said we're not enemies, but we're friends. Uh. It's the middle. It's the, uh, the part yeah. of the Civil War. He said we're not enemies, but we're friends. We must not be enemies, folks. And I've been around. I know I don't look it. I've been around a long while. <laughs> and, uh, and I mean this sincerely. We've gotten politics has gotten too bitter. Mm. Politics has gotten too bitter, says mm. the man who called every Republican in America last Thursday. Not, right. not 10 years ago, last Thursday called every Republican in America worse than KKK Worse members. than the KKK. And remember his big old Hitler speech, you know, those MAGA Republicans, extremists. Because every chance he gets, he dumps his problems on the shoulders of the extremist MAGA Republicans. But he's all about bringing people together. That's right. That's a master class in bullcrap. That's what that is. <laughs> Back- you, not even that much of a, it's not even that good of a class on bullcrap, yeah, right. man. Back in a minute. Warren Rima, KTSA. Hi, this is Bob Webster for my friends at South. M1071. All right, 751. Let's go to the Stevens Roofing Newsbaker Hotline. Carl Eggers, creatingrichelives.com, is there to talk about the markets and the money. 
for the week. I was just finding an interesting story here. Just found an interesting story here, uh, Carl. More Americans taking Ozempic will boost the U.S. economy, according to Goldman Sachs. Now, I'm just guessing that they invest heavily in the manufacturers of Ozempic, and they want everybody else to buy Ozempic and get on Ozempic. It's amazing how many people are on it. But their, their thesis behind this, Carl, is that Americans are fat, and they're not going to work because they're fat. They're sick and missing work because they're fat. And if just everybody would get on Ozempic, we all wouldn't be fat, and then we could all go to work, and, and it'll boost the U.S. economy, says Goldman Sachs. There you go. Well, I'm, I've am i been fat, and I'm highly productive, so I just that blows that whole theory. But <laughs> there's, there's two themes on Wall Street this year. It's been these drug manufacturers, specifically just a handful that are doing these in AI, and these particular stocks – are going bonkers right now. And, you know, it's causing some investors to do these kind of irrational things, kind of like we saw in the dot-com bubble. And and I saw a quote this uh, weekend, Trey, I thought was really interesting. From This was from 1907 from J.P. Morgan. There's nothing in this world which will so violently distort a man's judgment more than the sight of his neighbor getting rich. Mm. And I thought, man, that is profound because that's what happens, right? Well, well, what drug, what, who makes that drug? And, and who's doing the AI, which we know has all kinds of issues right now, right? But who's doing AI and who's doing that? What, what are those companies doing? And then just blindly investing in these things without any research. In fact, Warren Buffett this weekend, he said he's sitting on his Berkshire Hathaway, the company he manages, sitting on $168 billion of cash because he's struggling to find any bargains in this market. So, you know... <laughs> He can't find a company to invest in right now, so he's saying cash is better in my pocket. So I think that's a lesson there that this frenzy going on, whether it's Olympic manufacturers or AI, that you know we need to take a step back and be a little more methodical on how we pick our investments. Well, that's absolutely right. Thank you, Carl. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next Monday. 7.53 with Warren Ryman, KTSA. Did you know that liking Taylor Swift could be slightly racist? If you like Taylor <laughs> Swift, you might be a racist. Did you know that? No, I just thought you were really weird if you liked her. <laughs> I think I think you're kind of boring if yeah. you like her, but it, it, apparently, according to a professor of Pan-African Studies at Cal State, <laughs> I think we already know where this is going. Oh, of course. Uh, not only was the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl an example of white supremacy. Uh, isn't the quarterback black? Is, is he like a well, black guy? S- sort of. Sort of? Yeah. Uh, and she also tweets that being a, being a Taylor Swift fan is slightly racist. She oh. offers no explanation for why that is so. I guess it's just because she's a willowy white chick. Mm, yeah. So if you like willowy white chicks <laughs> singing breakup songs... You also could be slightly racist. <laughs> yes, of course. Why do we hate? Why do us conservatives just hate black people so much? Yeah. We just hate black people, Mexicans, <laughs> lesbians, Mexican black lesbians. You know, we're just so brimming with hate. Man. Yeah, you know, it's just we're we're a cult, Trey. Right? We're a cult of racist hate. You know, you know, if, if you like, where's my hood? If you like uh, Taylor Swift, I, I don't consider you a racist. I consider you just very strange because I, I I don't get the whole thing. But okay, you know, to each his own. Right? To each his well, own. I just right? think it's funny she puts it out there, but, but doesn't explain how. Well, right. So, but here's what I've always said: when everything is racist, nothing is. Well, pretty much. And so now everything is racist. If you're a white person, you're born as a racist, oh, according sure. to DEI. Which is God, what, I hate right. black people. Right. I can't believe we let him vote. You're just uh, yeah, own property. God, <laughs> why aren't they in chains like they Joe should said? Be, man. Yeah, yeah. We're Trump people. We hate Carry black people, a man. Cotton sack. Oh, I never pick cotton. <laughs> but my brother did. Oh my god. <laughs>
Somebody's had a little too much coffee today. How much coffee have you had, Drake? I really haven't. I got two cups. Look, I'm looking at two empty cups right there. No, these this got water. Oh, it's got water. Okay, all right. Well, anyway, so you you racist Taylor Swift fans out there. You know, why do you hate black people so much? Right. You know, right. you, you, you manifest your racism and your hatred every single time you listen to a, but a Taylor it, Swift But didn't he song. also say that the win of the Kansas City Chiefs was she racist? Did, yeah, that, yeah. She, she said she. that, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it feels uh, like white supremacy. Again, she tweet like most, uh, and I love that word, pseudo-intellectuals. I've been using that one for a while. That These people, they... They they just tweet stuff out, yeah. but they don't explain. It must be nice and convenient just tweet stuff out, put stuff out there, and you have no need to right. back that up with any kind of argument. Facts or anything. It's just a stated fact. And the morons that follow people like that accept it absolutely. Well, this is in Cal State, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. All right, here's another thing. LA. Here's another thing in California they're working on doing right now. So for those of us who are really ticked off at paper straws because they don't work, <laughs> they don't work. Well, and okay. you get them in plastic wrap. That's even more bizarre. So you get a, you get a paper straw that you suck air through, and you can't right. get your drink to come through it. In California now, they're moving on from paper straws to no more single-use cups. <laughs> so when you go wow. through the Bill Miller, oh, or you God. go through the Whataburger, right. and you get your burger, and they hand you your drink... They always give you a single-use cup, styrofoam, sure. plastic, something like that. Well, that's killing the environment and the fish in the sea. Uh. So no more single-use cups if, if this law passes. Right. So how do you do that? When you go to a fast food place and you go through the drive-thru, how do they give you a cup that can be used multiple times and still, I guess, every single burger and fry combo with the drink is going to cost you $110 now because they got to pay for multi-use cups to hand I, out I to guess. everybody. I guess. What do they got to do? Come up with these, I guess, the plastic cups that last uh, for a few washes uh, in, in the dishwasher, no, maybe? They, they're banning you the bring your own, So you got to bring your own cup? Or no, they're going to they're they're provide out, yeah. multi-use cups. Yes. Yes. Right. That's why right. I say the mill's gonna the mill instead of an eighteen dollar oh, right, big right, Mac right. is gonna go up to about one hundred and ten dollars because they gotta pay for the multi use cups. This is why we don't live in California, Trey. And this is why I'm glad I didn't get that job. The problem is <laughs> it starts in California and it comes east. Well, we've yeah. had all, we've had millions of Californians move to Texas. Yes, they do, and they drag <laughs> their stinking well, stupid politics with them. Man. That's the problem. You weirdos. So anyway, yeah, I, 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 we, we only go to fast food anymore on payday, and that's when it's a good payday. You know, if we get a little extra, we'll hit the the Mickey D's, you know, and splurge. Because a Big Mac combo is now eighteen bucks. If they go with the multi-use cups, it'll you'll you'll need credit references to get a that's combo right. meal. That's right. You know what I mean? A cosigner. That's right. You know. More wearing rabbit coming up. KTSA. Quality here at John Wayne. It's not just a. We're going to talk about Republicans and uh, getting involved in the in the electoral process. But before we do all of that, I want to go back to this story about this Venezuelan uh, illegal immigrant in this country. And by the way, Fox, uh, ABC, quit calling them migrants. They're illegal aliens coming into the country. And um, there's been no media coverage of this guy and this murder of this great uh, University of Georgia uh, nursing school student who's on the dean's list, you know, just the brightest of, of, of who we are. And the fact that if you vote for Democrats, any Democrat, because they all support these policies, they all do. Right. Any Democrat that you vote for is in favor of these policies that caused her death, that has caused many, many, many hundreds of thousands of deaths in America through fentanyl coming across the border. 
Um, and, and, of course, uh, the disease, the rise in disease that we have going on in the country right now. Um, and getting worse by the day, the, 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 the diseases that we once got rid of in this country are roaring back. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that, you know, most of our border towns look like shantytown third world countries now. Oh, yeah. The I amount mean, of trash that's being left behind. They, they destroy entire communities, man. The, they just really do. Uh, animals, stray animals they're leaving behind. They get dogs for protection to make the trip. And then they just abandon the dog oh, when yeah. they come across the border. And there's, you know, tens of thousands of these stray dogs running all over the border. I've no, You see a lot of people around here with the shopping carts and the dog in the cart. You oh, see yeah. a lot of folks with the, dog, uh, with the dogs going on uh, on the streets. So anybody who supports these policies... I, you know, I wish I could say I'm sorry, but I'm just going to tell you how it is. You're an accessory to murder. That's exactly what this is, because you have voted for the policies by voting for the people that support these policies. And Joe Biden is one of them. Joe Biden's an accessory to murder. Uh, these other people that have voted for these policies to let these guys like this in, who come in here, and first of all, they break the law to come in, and then they break the law again after they're here like this guy, and then they go on to the... Because all crime is progressive. You don't commit a crime and go backwards. The next crime and the next crime and the next crime gets worse and worse until you do the ultimate crime, which is murder, which is what this guy did. And they're killing the future of our country. And you Democrats, you voted for Democrats, you did it. Well, you, you can't, it. yeah, like we said in the first hour, you can't really divorce yourself from the outcome of these policies if you're going to support them. All right, and and uh, these are people who obviously, I mean, you look at the video from them, and they, we've had several cases since them of these folks attacking police officers. They, they do that without a blink. You know, they, they have no qualms. These are people who are coming here, and they know they can do whatever they want, and nine times out of ten, they ain't nothing's going to happen to them. They can just disappear into the interior. This guy got caught, but he's from Venezuela. More than likely, living uh, the rest of his life in jail will be a better life than he had there. So they don't even care if they, if they, get, if they do get picked up and locked away forever. Give him the death penalty. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a crime that screams the death penalty. Execute him. Well, certainly. I mean, this was a 22 year old girl. Yep. Don't even worry about it. You know, it's take away. Let's just look at her as a 22 year old person. My daughter is 22. She's starting off her life. These are people who are just starting off their life, and she went for a jog in a, a patch of woods right next to her apartment complex, where all kinds of people hike, you know, walk and jog and exercise. This guy took her life in broad daylight. That's correct. They found her body an hour later. Yep. So if you support the policies of this administration, how do you justify the outcome? How do you divorce yourself intellectually from what happens as a result of this stuff? We have a string of this, right? Oh, yeah. We have a list of these people killing our future. And so, yes, she's a 22-year-old, was a 22-year-old bright a uh, loving person who had a great future ahead of her who was going to contribute. This is the point I'm trying to make. She was going to contribute in a positive way to who we are as a nation because we're nothing more than a collection of individuals, right, positive or sure, negative. Sure. That's, that's, that's what makes up this country. And yet you look at who we are importing right now. We're importing more disease that we had eradicated. We're importing more drugs, right? Right. And our youth are dying. This is a war that's been declared on the future of the United States of America. Every time one of these illegal aliens come across the border and commits a crime like this, that is an act of war and should be treated that way because we're talking about the destruction of the future of our country. 
That's what we're talking well, about. Well, and just look at it from a basic crime standpoint. I don't care if this young lady was homeless or working in a Valero. She was 22 years of age. That's right. He took her life just for something to do. That's who these people are. That's why they break into places and steal crap. That's why they beat up cops. They don't give a crap. There's no law of lo- there's no line of law with these people when they come in here. It's a free for all, and we're paying them to come here. We're giving them. We're not just encouraging them to come here. In a sense, we're paying them to come here. If you give them these debit cards or give them anything for free, you are paying them to come here and commit crimes. It's sick. And, and I, I do. I get so tired of hearing these people prattle on about our American values, and this isn't who we are, and we need to be welcoming. What other country on the planet is supposed to operate under that ethic as far as their border? What other country? So the bottom line There's is... Not one. No, the bottom line is, lay the blame where the blame belongs, and that's in the Democrat voters. That's where the blame belongs. That's seriously. Well, yeah. Because it, it, you, you can't, you cannot say, I voted for Joe Biden, but I don't support what he's doing with the border. I voted for Joe Biden, but I don't support what Alejandro Mayorkas is doing. Sorry. Nuh-uh. You voted for the whole kit and caboodle, baby. So you voted for the murder of this girl. You voted for fentanyl to come into this country. You voted for for all these things that are killing this you voted for the high inflation you well, voted yeah, for you food sorta, prices to go yeah, up we don't th- that's the thing that galls me over and over again is we don't have to be living like this at all that's the point this does not have to be going on but it, the responsibility of course is with the policymakers but it's ultimately with the voters the democrat voters if you voted for this man and you're going to vote for him again this coming year then you're voting for more murder well, you you are. You're voting for more fentanyl. You're voting for all that stuff. So if you feel good about that. But again, most of their support base, which is dwindling, by the way. I mean, I think we all kind of know that. You're dealing with very low-info people who don't care. And they don't educate themselves as to what's going on. A lot of them probably don't even know how bad it is. If you're talking about some East Coast liberal puke, they, they think all this stuff is made up. They think all this stuff is overplayed. You said it yourself. This story isn't getting any news play unless you're watching Fox or you're reading on Breitbart or any, you know, a handful of other websites. If you get your information from the nightly news you have or CNN, you have no idea how bad this situation is. And you probably have no idea about this uh, young lady in Georgia. Yeah. You don't know. And that's why I'm saying it the way I'm saying it. Because if by chance, if by chance, a self-flatulating... <laughs> Self-flatulating. <laughs> uh, Democrat happens to be listening. If you happen to be listening, um, you're voting for murder. You're voting right. for fentanyl. You're voting for higher prices at the grocery store. Right. I, I don't want to hear you gripe. I don't want to hear you complain about, oh, food costs are so high. I don't want to hear that because you voted for it. Just like in San Antonio, when we have crappy streets you can't drive on and the stuff that goes on, we have little pro- uh, police and fire protection now. You voted for Ron Nirenberg twice. You voted right, for you it. voted for all this. Absolutely. And I, I love the Gen Zers who are suddenly complaining about the economy and how it's, oh, Shut I can't up. make it in this economy. Shut well, your mouth. You, well, first off, did you bother to vote? And secondly, who did you vote for when Correct. you did vote? That's right. Well, and okay, so now I've been laying the fire to the Democrats that you're responsible for this, but I'm going to lay the fire elsewhere, too. You conservatives or you Republicans who sit this out, you're guilty, too. Because your inaction is just as bad as the Democrats' action. Well, I think a lot of them like the status quo just as it is because they can scream their brains out, and yet they're not, you know, responsible for accomplishing anything. Well, we talked about that last week. I'm, I'm talking about oh, the no, yeah, average re- voters, re- same thing. Re- Republican voters, 
you know, 87% of registered voters in Bear County don't bother to vote. Yeah. That's the same as the Democrats voting for murder well, and sure. fentanyl. By you not voting, you're voting for murder and fentanyl, well, too. Well, you're voting for what you don't vote for, certainly. You get what you don't vote for. So, you know, shame on you. <laughs> right. So I, I, you know, I, the, the, the pesky thing about the swamp is that it, it, both sides of the aisle love its existence uh, and uh, are not really serious about doing anything, which is, again, why they all hate Donald Trump universally, Republicans as much as Democrats. And as far as the average voter, I think people are so disconnected from from that whole idea that somehow what I vote for connects me directly to the policies that may end up screwing over my own life or costing me a family member. There is a vast disconnect, I think, between people because they they end up complaining about the very stuff they end up voting for. Or they did vote for. Well, what they do is they vote for the largesse. They they vote for the money. They vote for what the government gives them. They vote for those kinds of things, right? But when right. you vote for that, right? Oh, sure. When you vote Democrat and you're voting for more welfare and more handouts and more give me, well, you're also voting for murder and drugs and rapes and all these other, you know, child porn. This other <laughs> illegal immigrant that was making and distributing child porn you're voting for all of that because the policy is the and again republicans who don't vote you're all your silence is violence you're also voting for that well that's their favorite line isn't it your silence is violence you know if yep. you're not involved and you're the cause that's one of their uh, angles that they play all the time well look in the mirror <laughs> you're, you're 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 looking at the thing you're describing okay so i don't know man i don't know how you turn this around uh, even if you get trump in there the the level of arrogance and, and stupidity is is beyond comprehension. Well, the other thing is, you know, if we want to talk, and I'm trying to globalize this, but also personalize it at the same time. I'm trying to say this is a fight for the future of the country, well, something yeah. that you and I talk about all the time. Sure. The very existence of who we are as a people is built person by person, right? We're there. And the responsibility lies on all of us. So if you're not actively involved in this, if you're not actively working the polls, if you're not actively taking people, Republican voters, conservative voters to the polls, if you're not actively involved in going and picking up the ballots as well, this is the fight we're in. And you have to you have to fight by their rules, because those are the rules that are established. Oh, yeah, I said it last week. The ground, the ground, ga- ground game yeah. is killer. So you can't sit out. You can't, no. you can't afford to either not vote or not be involved if you care about the future of this country. And if you have kids or grandkids, you better care. I, I think civics for a lot of people in that crowd is just a afterthought, you know, while they're watching TikTok videos, <laughs> you know, going out and buying crap, I, you know, whatever they can afford. I, 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 you, I, in other words, I think you could say this all day long to any given Democrat voter. And even if you want to talk about Republicans who, who don't participate or people who claim to be Republicans but they don't do anything civically, you could say this crap all day long. It's not going to matter one molecule. It mystifies them. So they're, you're, they're going to have to live in the world they vote for. They're going to have to live in the world they create. They're going to have to live in the ashes of this country if that's the way it goes. But, again, they'll never make that connection. Well, Stupid people don't make that connection. And that is the point. When you're, when you're voting or not voting... You are voting. You're creating the future of this country. Um, if you like the fact that these guys come across the border every day, pour into this country every day, and they're murdering our, our, our children as they're in college, 
or they're murdering our children through through fentanyl. This is the world that was created by Democrats in the last few elections. They created well, yeah. the world that we're living in now. Yeah. They create the policies of Democrat voters, right? The Democrat voters created the high prices that we deal with every day at H E B. Well, you're you're right. You're living in the economy you voted for. You but you know, going back to the young lady who lost her life in Georgia and the media blackout. If they're so cool and, and secure in their in their opinions and in the policies they support in this administration, why do they feel the need to cover that up? Why is there a need to keep that out of the public eye? The same reason they edit every speech of his. They right. never show him walking the Frankenstein walk. They never do any of that because they got to hide it. They got to hide but it. But that's the thing. The fact that you have to hide it should tell you something. Of course, of course. You know that's, I mean? that's been our gripe all along. <laughs> You know, since Walter Cronkite started to do that all, all those many years oh, yeah, ago, that's just, been our gripe all along. If these policies are so stinking yeah. great, why do you got it? Why all the why all the editing? Why the news blackouts uh-huh. on certain kinds of stories? That's right. You know, why don't you mention skin color in certain stories, but you, or gender stuff in some stories, but that's not right. in others? It's because you got something to hide. So we got an election coming up. Are you going to vote for more murder and crime in the streets? Are you going to vote for more fentanyl? Are you going to vote to turn all of that around and fix all of that and, you know, really vote for the future of the country? We'll take a quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up. At Herman Son's Life, they've been providing protection to Texas families since 1861. 1861 is when they began. 160 or so years ago. Isn't that amazing? And they're really great at what they do. They offer term and whole life insurance, annuities, and Medicare with their term insurance that's available, affordable coverage for young families, whole life insurance for children and adults that, well, builds cash value and can eventually be paid off. And then you can talk about senior adult life uh, plan available from ages 50 to 90, limited underwriting requirements available from 5000 to 50000 Death benefit grows at 2% a year. It's just a wonderful product, too. But they can also help you with the fixed annuities, too. If you're talking about retirement, thinking about retirement, and having a guaranteed income during your retirement, you can earn 5% interest on these annuities and a 2% guaranteed payoff. At Herman Sons Life, they go above and beyond by turning around and investing in the future of our kids, building a prosperous and happy future for our children with all their camps and how they work with youth in, in, in Texas. It's amazing the work that they do. Find out more by calling Herman Sons Life today and see how you can be involved at 210-527-9113. Very warm today, 88 for the high. Tomorrow warm again at 85. And Wednesday, we're going to cool off a little bit. Right now, it's 59 at KTSA. Good morning on 410 Northbound Approach. KTSA and FM 1071. It's 823 with Ware and Rima on KTSA. Well, here's a ray of sunlight. It's jo- I just forgot. I just was reminded. It's Johnny Cash's birthday, man. Right on. Everybody needs a little Johnny Cash in your life. What's your favorite song of all time my, by Cash? By Cash? Yeah. Ooh, that's a toughie. <laughs> yeah? Uh, I, can't, I can't come up with one. I mean, I love his version of Sunday Morning Coming Down. Uh, I didn't write it, but I mean, I think it's a Christopherson wrote Christopherson it. Wrote it yep. But uh, uh, I, I just love Johnny Cash. It's it's the whole thing. It's the whole kit and caboodle. I mean, he. I agree with Bob Dylan that he is more of a spiritual figure to me than anything else. And I, I was thinking about this driving in because I, I heard saw somewhere heard somewhere that it was his birthday, and he was actually the same age as my mom. He was born, born in the same year, nineteen thirty-two. That, uh, you know, I, like a lot of folks in my generation, grew up and Johnny Cash was everywhere. My parents were huge Johnny Cash fans. They had all the records. The music was always playing. I didn't really get into Johnny Cash, though, until I was in my early 40s. Uh, I think, for me, 
it, it, Johnny Cash actually makes, and maybe this is true of a lot of country music, that it really does kind of make more sense when you've got some life under your belt. You know what I mean? Like, I think Johnny Cash resonates with a lot of folks more at 42 than maybe he does at 22. Because once I started listening to Johnny Cash at that age, you know, those songs just had a whole different resonance to me. I'd done some traveling at that point, you know. I'd, I'd been in the, my career for a few years. Well, you I'd lived life. Lived, yeah, I've lived life. I'd had relationships, relationships come and go. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of those songs, especially the stuff he did later on, mm-hmm. really uh, took on a resonance with me. And I, I just, I love the Johnny Cash. If, I, if I'm feeling disconnected from Jesus or God, man, I put on some Johnny Cash gospel. You know what I mean? Or just any uh, number of the Rick Rubin records are great, the early stuff. I mean, I just love Johnny Cash. Well, you know his connection to San Antonio, right? What's that? Oh, his wife, his first wife. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Vivian Liberto, who he right. met here, and um, they got married and had, but Roseanne was, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had two kids, and then Johnny was, uh, at that time he was not into music all that big. But then he started to travel more, got into music, and, well, and uh, things picked up for him. And you know, yeah. it's a hard thing for a marriage to survive. Whatever well, happened to that bench that he proposed to her on? That's, that was at see, the I'm glad you brought that up. I was, away. I was, I was leading to that. Somebody take that away? <laughs> no, yeah. I, I didn't. It end up in the music. It was at the witty at one time. Really? Yeah. Well, at one time, I don't know if it's still there. They had carved their names on a bench, oh, wow. a park bench, right, and uh, with a heart around it. Johnny loves Vivian, I think is what it said. Vivian Liberto, though, very interesting story about her. Um, her family immigrated here from um, from Italy, and she was very dark complexed. Oh yeah. So yeah. they thought that she was black. And Johnny, oh, really? at that time, you remember back to the fifties and sixties, Johnny caught a lot of stuff for marrying a black woman, but she wasn't black; she was Italian. Right. Right. But the family here had restaurants. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, oh very Liber- cool. Liberto family had restaurants. And uh, they started this thing called Nachos. They did? Yes, sir. Really? Yes, sir. I did not know that. So all of a sudden, overnight, because of baseball, your sport in America, they were selling 100,000 of their nachos a day. (laughs) I did not know that. All of a sudden, overnight. So Rico's buys them now, and you can now buy the Rico's cheese sauce right. and the Rico's uh, jalapenos and all for your nachos. And it all began with the Liberto family, and Vivian Liberto married Johnny Cash. So Johnny Cash has a connection to nachos. You got it. Now that just makes the universe perfect, doesn't it? That just rounds things out, man. Connection to San Antonio, that the connection to Liberto family. That was beautiful. Liberto Specialties is still selling food stuff right here in San Antonio wow. to this day. Very cool. A little history for you. I want to tell you about my friends over at Bridgehead IT. We had uh, th- those crazy incidences last week. One of them with the, the with the phone service going down, right? And another one with the problems over at the pharmacies. And the pharmacy one was definitely cyber attack. Do you want to protect your business? The best way to do that is to get in touch with my friends right now over at Bridgehead IT. They have cybersecurity services for businesses just like yours, like nobody else can do. And I can tell you, this is not just big companies like AT&T and Walmart and the other companies that are being affected by cyber attacks. No, all businesses are hit by cyber attacks daily. Wes, Wes Bunch, the owner and uh, CEO of Bridgehead IT, will tell you 
They see these attacks all day long, and China primarily is the one that's attacking businesses here. Ransomware is a big problem. The destruction of your records is a big problem, so on and so forth. So you want the, the maximum in security and protection from cyber threats to your business. Get in touch with Bridgehead IT today. They're online at bridgeheadit.com or give them a call, 210-477-7999. You want to know the difference between Steve Allison and Mark Lima on KTSA. Did you get a chance to watch... Um, War on the Children? No, on not actually, yet. talking no, about that no. on Friday. Um, this story is kind of uh, connected with that because mm-hmm. what what that uh, documentary reveals, and it's free on X if you want to see it. Um, that what's happening to our children? When we talk about the stuff that go, you know, goes on in the schools, uh, the drag queen type shows yeah. that they're doing with kids, and all this kind of thing. This is not organic. It's planned. It's organized. It's being carried out by far leftists. You know to uh, indoctrinate children in certain thought patterns and in certain lifestyles, right. certain ways, you know, uh, to also bust up the, nu- the traditional nuclear family. Right. We've talked about many times about how they're, you know, doing that and how they're orchestrating it. Well, in West Virginia, <laughs> Republi- yeah, yeah uh, so, Republicans yeah. up there have introduced some legislation that would hold librarians and teachers and I'm sure administrators, anybody, accountable for exposing children to the porn that's in these books that's in the schools. And it is porn. Um, I, I just happened to come across another one of these videos last week where a pastor, black pastor, took a book from his son's elementary school library right, and went to the school board and started to read it. And as he started to read it, the words were so vile, the content was so pornographic, the guys on the dais up there started screaming, and he just kept going, and so they eventually cut his mic off and threatened to cuff him and arrest him <laughs> for reading the book right. in public. And he said, I got that book out of my son's library, and it's not the only one that's in my son's library, and my son's library is not the only library with these books. So Republicans are now starting to you know, file legislation that would put these people in jail, which is exactly what needs to happen. That is the, that is the answer to this. As I said this morning on the 5 to 7, if I brought those books in here and we read them on the air, the station would lose its federally (laughs) government-approved license for obscenity and pornography being read on the air. So we can't read it in public on the air. They don't want you reading it in public meetings. They'll cut your mic off and arrest you. But somehow it's okay for your seven, eight, nine-year-old to read it in the library? Well, yeah, and apparently uh, as long as you work for a school, you have some kind of exemption. And that's what this uh, proposal would do is get rid of that exemption. And you would face the same charge as anybody else would, which is like upwards of five years, I think $25,000 fine or what have you, depending on, you know. Uh, my whole thing is if I can't walk down the street and show it to a kid on the street, why the hell should you be able to do it in a school? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. If it's a crime outside the school, damn Skippy, it's a crime inside the school. And I'm glad this guy's doing I'm glad these parents are still doing this stuff or they read this stuff on the mic. But it, it it's bizarre. I mean, I, I get the grooming thing, uh, and certainly there are a lot of people who gravitate towards education uh, for that purpose. Same reason they gravitate towards you know working in a church with Sunday school kids or, or whatever. But there's something even more insidious, I think, at play here. You're right. It's about normalizing uh, not just these alternative lifestyles, but it's about normalizing the idea that your parents don't matter, uh, that church you go to doesn't matter, 
nothing else matters except your relationship with us, meaning the state. And that's who they represent in, in the public education system. They represent the state. And I kind of go back to also what Kid Rock uh, had said uh, on the Hannity show a a month ago or so, where it's like most people don't give a crap about drag queens or trannies or any of that stuff. But once you get involved with the kids, and to the extent that they're willing to defend this kind of stuff in the schools, that in and of itself is bizarre. The fact that we have to have a law in West Virginia or any other state, preventing this is bizarre to me. Well, what happened over the past 60 years is the leftists and the folks that that, uh, uh, that really support a per- perverse lifestyle in many, many ways, uh, they have worked their way into the media, into the culture. They've worked their way into academia. Sure. And they're the ones who have orchestrated this, and they're bringing it about. They truly are. And, and with the one purpose, and that is to indoctrinate these children into this is acceptable and this is okay. And when you do that, what you're doing is you're saying, okay, we can do this in the school. But if you had you had a seven-year-old son or daughter, try taking them over here and walking into the palace strip club. <laughs> or try taking them over here to Megaplex and walking in in a porn store. You would be arrested as you should be. Sure. And most people in the community would look down on you for taking your son or daughter into a strip club. Not everybody. Some would oh, right, right. But, but it's, most it's... people, you know, most normal thinking human beings would have a problem with you doing that. And yet, somehow it's okay for teachers and librarians. Well, it's so somehow. twisted, man. I right. mean, it really, really is sick. So and it's up. like, again, if you can't talk to a kid like that or show them that kind of stuff outside the school, and it's a federal crime when you do it. Lock them up. Why the hell is it not inside the... Why do we bother busting teachers who have affairs with kids? Right. Why should we bother? Well, that's the point. No, hey, wait, wait. You know, why should we bother? That's the point. Yeah, I mean, uh, hey, a kid uh, is able to consent to having their own genitals removed, well, to seeing porn in the library. Why are you getting all bajiggity if uh, the gym teacher wants to have an affair with a kid? It should be fine with you people. Watch War on the Children because there are people in that documentary. Now, this is them in their own words, okay? Right. It's not just people talking about it. They're showing examples of people in their own words sure. doing these things. And they actually say, well, yeah, pedophilia or adult-to-child love is no different than gay love. Oh, it's sure. just no different than any other kind of love. It's purely acceptable. The country has just not gotten to that point yet, but we will. And they're right. If we allow them to continue to do this, we will get to that point. A society will. Hopefully, I'll be dead and gone. But society will get to the point where, yeah, yeah he's dating a seven-year-old. What, who well, cares? What's it, I who mean, cares? Yeah, and it's like I, 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 I understand because I, I had to go through all that training when I was a Sunday school teacher, you know, where you kind of learn about how people gravitate towards certain uh, aspects of life like, schools or churches and i get the grooming thing but this is systemic we we love to use that word these days this is systemic so there's a whole lot of people involved in this stuff who aren't groomers who aren't pedophiles but who are signing off of on it and supporting it that that i really don't get i don't understand that crap at all well i want to add that to the list for democrat voters because (laughs) right again if you're voting for democrats you're voting for murder Right. You're voting for more drugs to come into country. Yes. All these things are true, Sean. Oh, I, I'm and, not disagreeing and, with and, you. And if you are voting for Democrats, you're voting for more of this. It really is porn to be put into the schools for this stuff to be stuffed into the, to our children's heads. So, Democrats, you think about this because this is, and again, 
I keep going back to this, and I, I'm so you know I apologize if I sound repetitive here, but global thinking. When you think about the future of the country, all this fentanyl, all these illegal aliens murdering people, and all this porn that's being shoved on our kids, it ends up in the destruction. This is a war on our future. The future. Oh of the yeah. Country. Well, they want a different kind of future, <laughs> and they're about it. They're about building that new America. Uh, but they got to tear down the old America first, which is they're, they're doing a bang up job at. But a lot of people are just letting it happen and are just not concerned, dude. Well, I'm glad to see the Republicans in West Virginia are biting back. And I say, lock them up. If you're a librarian or if you're a teacher and you're putting this stuff in the library for the kids to, to read, you belong in jail. I, I just That's where you belong. I agree. It's just bewildering to me. These are grown-ass adults, man, that, that are signing off on this and support this crap. It's if you and it, 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 The same people who you know can't handle hearing that material read over a public you know microphone but they'll hand it to the kids and talk to them about it and show it to them you know it's it's beyond bizarre well and i go back to my original point you and i couldn't read that on this radio station no. or alpha would lose their license right right, right. Well, if we were absolutely. to read it so um th- those very same people who make those rules and say you and i can't read it Say it's perfectly fine for a librarian to read it to a kid uh, in the classroom. It doesn't make See? any sense, man. <laughs> it's so upside down. It goes back to our conversation last week of common sense versus stupidity. Well, right? I mean, it's just how do you look yourself in the mirror and feel good about this crap? That's the thing I can't wrap my mind around. Very same people who prohibit us, and I don't want to read it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not oh, no, trying to no, make the not, case that I, that I want to read it. I don't to read I'm this make, crap I'm, on the air. I'm making a point. Sure. Is that the very same people who make the laws that I can't read it on the air, they're the same ones protecting protecting the other adults, giving them an opportunity to read it to kids. And meanwhile, we're yanking kids out of homes because uh, maybe mom and dad are a little too Catholic-y. Right. So we consider, you know, putting a kid in a religious environment to be child abuse, but this isn't, right? Well, I mean, why would you prevent me from reading that book on the air? But it's okay for a librarian right. to sit in the circle of little children and read it to them. It's, right. What's the difference? There is no difference. Just the scope, and the, the scale. It's just a difference well, of scale. Well, it's just location is different. That's it. And but scale. It's, it's the same damn thing. That's right. Yeah. So, sick. All right. Quick break. More wearing rhyme coming up. You know, a quarter moon, plumbing, heat, and AC. Right now is the time to be talking about your AC. Going to be 88 today, 85 tomorrow. Now, it's going to cool off as the week goes on, but then the the warm temperatures and even hot temperatures will will be right back. So you want to have Quarter Moon come out and check your AC system, every last aspect of your AC system. Uh, They'll check all the duct work. They'll check the the compressors outside. They'll make sure that everything is ready to go for the very warm and probably hot months that are soon to come. And Quarter Moon is there 24-7 to help you anytime you need a master plumber. Anytime you need a great AC person, they can get out to you in a hurry with a fully stocked truck. Uh, these guys are licensed. They're insured, so you know that you've got the best protection in the world when Quarter Moon comes to your home. Trained professionals, no commission salespeople going to come out there and try to sell you something you do not need. So don't wait until it's super hot and the AC doesn't work. Get ahead of it right now by having Quarter Moon do a full-service check on your AC system today, today, today at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, 210 651 Five eight nine nine. When liberal Allen Schoolcraft served in the Texas.